another episode of Keeping It Real with God's Love. My name is Karma Z, and I want to welcome old listeners and new listeners as well. I'm sorry for the delay. I haven't been able to really do an um, episode. I've been so occupied with a lot of things that I'm really going to you know, talk about today. Um, guess what, guys? I finally have a Twitter page. So, <laughs> I am progressing slowly. You know, I realize, like, now, um, everything that is, uh, you know, that when you want your brand to be reached, it has to be reached through, you know, social media or if you have, you know, friends that are willing to uh, promote for you as well, you know. I mean, that's how things are now done these days. You know, it's not word by mouth like it used to be or flyers like it used to be back in the day. Wow, you know, I was growing up. Now it's like social media is like a new thing now. So, you know, I finally got me a Twitter page. I think it's been maybe two or three weeks since I started. I mean, I, I'm following I'm following a couple of people. I'm still trying to be adjusted to it. So, if you want to check out my page, just go on um, Twitter.com slash keeping it real with God's love. Um, spell it keep, um, K. P-I-N-G W slash God's with apostrophe S um love so you know um I just started doing it so just give me some time if you haven't found it maybe maybe I will find the link and haven't been able to um to link with the URLs that you guys can check out my page um also check me out in all the other you know um all the other podcasts um that's associated with um with anchor as well whether it's apple Podcasts or spotify or whatever you know podcast site that you guys go to just you know look me up um that past i'll say three weeks now um i've had this amazing journey and you know with this journey I I really feel like like God has done so much things for me to the point I haven't even realized it until you know I sit back and think about how the day went or how the week went and like oh my gosh like wow this is so amazing I would never expect this throughout my lifetime right now and first of all I want to say that about three weeks ago I finally saw my father after, I believe, two and a half years. I know that he was excited to see me. I know it wasn't that easy. Um, like, my father is, like, one of those old-school fathers, and I guess it's because of how his father was with him. I guess that's why he's like that. I mean, I don't know, but for me, the way I see it, I mean, I mean, I mean, my dad is 70. Hopefully, if he still lives on last September, that he'll be 71, but he looks good, you would never think he's 70, now, uh, the thing is, um, the reason why it took me so long to see him is because I was holding such a huge grudge on him, after my mother passed away, and I felt like I just didn't want to see him, I feel like I needed time, I really needed time for myself to cope, and to deal with, okay, my mom's not here, I have my father left, God forbid, if something bad was to happen to him, I would regret it. And we're all like this. It's not some of us, we're all like this. We would hold a grudge on someone. If the person is to call us or 
saying that they would like to see us. You like, you know, you would make some type of excuse and be like, oh, I have to work. Or if you, if you told me in advance, I would have to, you know, call my supervisor and tell him, you know, whatever the, the excuse that you would give to your supervisor. Just come to that person. And then when you realize it's too late, you're going to sit back and think, oh, damn, why didn't I see that person when they, you know, told me to or just find the time or, you know, on my days off, just go see that person. And for me, it hit me and I had to realize that, yo, you know, and plus my husband always pushed me to go to my dad, but I was like, like, you know what, so right now is at the time, but I don't know what came over him that day. He was like, yo, you definitely need to go see your pops because you might not know what can happen. You may think your father's going to live the next five years or so. And the next thing you know, the day I tell you to go, if you don't go, then he, you know, is the end. Like, that's it. Like, you'll definitely regret it. So, I mean, it took me time. At first, I was very, like, like, not anxious but more like to the point where I really didn't want to do it but it's like I feel like God was telling me yo like it's time for you to go see your pops it's been two and a half years you haven't seen him now it's the time to see him so I went to go see him and I mean it was pretty devastating for me at first and stuff because I don't know how his reaction would be but knowing my father for all these years it's like I'm kind of like that too a little bit. Like, you won't know the expression on my face unless if I'm thinking really hard about something to myself. But it's like, you know, like when you happy to see somebody and it's like you're trying so hard not to show it, but it's like, you're like, oh my God, like, yay, like, oh my gosh, he's here or she's here. I can't wish to see anybody see me. My father's like that. Like, he put on a stone cold face, but deep, but deep in his heart, inside his heart, it's like he's super excited. I'm the same way as well. Like, if I'm pissed off at my husband, and then, like, let's say, you know, when he comes back home and stuff. Now, like, when I say he comes back home, like, let's say he, like, he went to work and he, he comes back home. And when he comes um, home, you know, I give him, a, like, a so-called face. But then again, deep my heart, I'm like, oh, my God, like, my baby, my man is here, da, 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 whatever it is. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, you don't want to really, like, hold, like, too much grudges on, on certain things. Yes, it does affect us in a way, and at times we cannot control what we, what we want to, um, say, or what we may want to do, or what we're, uh, trying to do. But the most important thing is that you come by and see the person, whether, whether you guys apologize or not, as long as, as you are able to talk to each other, I mean, it's, it, they always say that it takes the bigger person to say, hey, you know, you heard me in some type of way, that's why I've been separated from you all these years, or from these weeks, or from these months, or that day, blah, blah, blah. and, you know, I've spoken to my father over the phone, of course, I didn't just, you know, not speak to him, like, I spoke to him over the phone. But his main thing was that he always wanted to see me. I was just the one that was like, eh, I don't think so. But, you know, God had allowed to push my husband to, like, for me to go see my father. Because I, I, I think God knows that his time is almost near. Of course, it's going to hurt me. But I feel like God knows that his time is almost near, um, you know, of this earth. 
but we can't control things. I mean, as much as we wish that we could, but we all have to remember that we don't um, know what's been written for us in a great book. As people have been told, especially in the churches, for people that go to church and people that, you know, believe in, in God, you know, you always hear that, oh, our life story has been written. And sometimes, you know, you sit back and like, like, wait, what do you mean our life story has been written? How has it been written? Before you are born, before you are made, before you are, you are brought to this earth, there is a great book that God written himself, also maybe with the side of his angels as well, that he writes your name and there's a book. And each and every one of us has a book. Every single soul, whether evil or good, angel, demonic, you know, um, narcissist or clairvoyant, we each have a book that has been written of our lives. Of course, maybe there's at times things can tweak up a bit, depending. I mean, you never know. Um, but, you know, at times we have to go by by what has been written for us or before we set onto this, excuse me, into this earth, I should say. So, I mean, it was pretty good to see my father when I did. Um, of course, we talked a bit. I probably said like a couple of hours, not as much. And then he said, you know, he wanted me to stop by again. So I stopped by the next week. Knowing that my uh, that my two mom's other sisters were there, so somehow they knew I was coming because I told one of my aunt's husbands that I was coming, but I told him not to say anything. But fortunately, he said something which kind of got me like not too pissed off. But I was like, eh, you know, it doesn't matter. So when they saw me, you know, they were shocked because they haven't seen me for about well, my other aunt haven't seen me for about six. I believe something like that either six years or five or, I don't know something like that and then my aunt she hasn't seen me for the same for the same exact amount of time as my father had so you know when they saw me it was good and you know when after where where my father and I came from you know um I spoke to my aunt and stuff like that and before like I think I think before 12 or during 12, they always like have like this hour of prayer or maybe longer than that, I guess. But, you know, since I was there and I clearly didn't want to stay that long, I did an hour of prayer. But as we were like singing some hymns, it's like something in my ear was like talking to me and said like, hey, go get your father. I didn't listen like the first two times. But after the third time, when, they, when I felt something say, hey, I need to go get my dad, I said, okay. So, as my auntie was listening to him, I went into the kitchen and go get my father. My father was watching something on WhatsApp. I'm like, Dad, I said, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching something. I said, I said, can you please come into the room so you can pray? Oh, no, you know, I'm about to be. I said, okay, but it's 12 o'clock. And something's pushing for you to come into the room and, and pray with us. I don't know why, but you need to come. So, you know, as you come in, there's other two people that I known for since I first came down to Florida, you know, they, um, they were like my grandparents, basically, they're, they're like the ones who gave my father a place to stay when he didn't have a place to stay when he moved down to Florida, so when they came, you know, they also joined me in the prayer as well, they were very glad to see me, because they hadn't seen me in so long as well, I mean, when I, when I tell you, like, when you felt the chemistry in there, like, the, the chemistry in there was so, like, hard, like, 
I didn't expect to feel such spiritualness inside of me. I like the way I felt was to the point like um, you know like when you're singing or when you're preaching or when you just talk about God, it's like you feel some type of like good energetic spiritualness in you. Like that's how I felt. Um during uh during that time I felt like something was like you know like overcoming me and you know because like normally when I pray I don't really pray out loud I most likely pray to myself because I've always felt like when I pray to myself it's like it's just me and God talking but this but this day felt like I really felt like the need like where I needed to pray everything that was in hell to my heart you know like I prayed while I was praying, I was like, I guess that my people that were in there were so shocked that I never prayed so loud before. Like, like whenever we're in circle prayer, I, I always pray to myself, and that's it. But that day, I prayed so loud. You know, I told God, you know, bless my dad, bless my aunts, bless those that are there as well, and everything. You know, I, I asked God, you know, for this, like, even though, like I said, I, I do believe in God. I did ask him, yeah, please still forgive me for what I've done and for the things that I may do in the future because you never know what can happen in the future. But I still said it because I don't know. I mean, there's at times when we thinking that, oh, it's nothing, but to God, it's always something. God, like, to you, it could be it could be like a small little petty thing. But to God, it could be like, okay, well, you did this and you were at wrong. Oh, well, I didn't know if I was at wrong. I mean... If he says that to you, you have to be like, oh, gosh, like, I didn't know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, even the smallest little petty thing that you think is not a big thing to God, it is such a big thing to him. I'm, like, I'm telling you this. Like, I'm not saying that I know, but it's like I can feel like, if, like, let's say if I see a quarter on the floor and I see it and I pick it up and I only ask about it, to him, it could be a bad thing because, hey, it doesn't belong to you, but, I mean, to me, it's like, hey, I found it, you know, you know how we say losers, weepers, keepers, or whatever? Yeah, but to him, it could be a big, major, huge thing. So, that's uh, one point to reason why I had said, you know, God, you know, please forgive me for my sins. Because, you know, I said, like, you know, when I was young, I wasn't sure what what what, what type of path that my parents were trying to lead me from. And now that I'm older and you, you know, have to, like, reflect back on what your parents tell you, like, dang, like... You know, like, I didn't see it now. I mean, I didn't see it then, but now, but I see it now. You know, as a song said, Amazing Grace, it was blind, but now I see. It's like that. You know, I started praying, praying, praying. Like, I was just, like, praying. And then, you know, both of my, both of my aunts had to, like, kind of, like, hold me down. Because the way I was praying, like, I never prayed like that before. And, you know, when I started calming down, I felt like something was telling me go like go get your dad. I mean my dad was praying too but something was telling me like go go get your dad just just hold just hold your dad just hold your dad because you know it's been like a long grieving thing that you know that that we need and I did that and after you know like I was like I was crying and telling my dad that I love him and everything and I asked God to please bind us together because I always tell people that my dad is my twin because we look so much alike. Because I'm like the only child. 
So I always tell people, oh, he's my twin. And I, and I really do feel like, like we are twins. I mean, I feel like we kind of have the same mindset, but not like, you know how to say like, there's like 50-50 or the 80-20 rule. Like, I feel like we have the same mindset, but not at the same percentage. But it's just somewhat like identical. Like, that's why I say like, I feel like he's my twin because like my dad kind of understands certain things, what I'm talking about. But at times he doesn't because I, because because I, I think the fact that he's, he's a man, so there's just certain things that he doesn't like, kind of, kind of quite get. Yeah, but you know, like you know, after that we prayed. You know, I mean, I feel like you know maybe this is like a new kind of like a, a little bit like a new choice of a beginning for us. But then again, you you know never know what could happen in the near future or the further future. So, you know, it was pretty good. I did spend almost <laughs> half the day with him uh, yesterday. I mean, he cooked for me. I mean, it's, it's like, it's been a long time since I normally saw my father's food. I mean, he cooked for me. Like, it was mad as crazy. Like, I went to an appointment with him. And when I said my father cooked, oh, my God, my father, uh, my father throw down in the kitchen. I mean, yesterday was such a good day. Like, it reminded me of how it was back when my mother was alive. I mean, she was, like, the only person that was missing, but that's what it really felt like. But, you know, they always say, like, God always does do things for a certain reason. And I always felt like, like, if it wasn't for my husband, I would not be alive today. Like, I'm telling you, I really could have been dead if I never met my husband. I could have been, uh, what, maybe about seven years gone, maybe close, maybe close to seven years, seven, between seven, seven and a half, you know, um, being gone, but I praise God, and I praise, and I, you know, thank him for it, still keeping me here, I'm not saying that I love this earth that much, but I just still want to thank him for it, because if it wasn't for him, you know, I would not be here, you know, and I saw my kids who I raised as well, um, I don't particularly have my own, but the kids that I raised because their father was a, that was not quite in their lives. Like I saw, I saw how grown they are. They tell me that they graduated. Yesterday was my god was my little god sister's birth, 18th birthday. Not that I'm like, oh my goodness, like I remember this like that that day I had a vision that she was gonna be born, but I wasn't sure because all I saw was like deep blue sea fishes and I wasn't sure what the dream meant until I saw like a, a carriage in front of me and then I remember someone was telling me oh is that your child and after she was born you know I was pushing her in the, um, in the carriage And after to the point, the fact that like she was born, I was like, oh my goodness, like this is my little sister that I had a vision of and she's actually here. And I'm like, God, am I going like, like, you know, when you're young and you first experience stuff like that, you're thinking that's, that's something's wrong with you or you're going crazy or you either just choose to ignore it. But when you ignore it, oh my goodness, like it just comes at you, comes at you, comes at you, and I'm talking about your spirituality, like, comes at you, comes at you, comes at you, until you can get the message, until you can understand, like, what's, like, 
really truly like going on and 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 things you know so um when when um you know after i had left my father's um home you know i called my godfather saying hey because i did stop by the house before like this was like probably like five hours i was with my father and then i went to go see you know my aunts and my cousins and stuff like the, the ones i say who i raised um you know i knocked on the door they weren't there of course i heard the kids inside but they probably had loud music or loud television so they couldn't hear me so I called him and said hey what's my god sister's you know number he gave me the number you know when I spoke that she didn't even, she didn't even realize who I was and I'm like yo like it's me she said oh my god you sound so different I said what are you trying to say I'm getting old <laughs> you know and then she was like she's like no I'm like I said yes you are I said you said I'm getting old I'm like it's all right I said you'll get there too one day so you know I told like you know I'm really proud of her you know, you know, especially for being 18, I know it definitely is not young. And I actually told her, you know, I actually apologized to her because, you know, I wasn't in her life that much for the past six to seven years. And I told her, hey, you know, um, you know, please bear with me, you know, please forgive me for not being in your life because I had my own issue I was dealing with. She said, no, I understand, you know, there's at times you have to, and like the fact that she said that she she understood, it's like, wow, like, I expect for someone at that age to say, you know, I, I understand. I don't know if she said it just for me to hear it or she was really genuine about it. And the fact that I felt like she was genuine about it, it's like, wow, I think my little sister, well, my little god sister is more, understanding than I thought, you know, um, than I thought how the conversation would have went. But, you know, I wish I had a birthday. We gave her a few, well, I gave her a few laughs and whatnot, you know, tell her, you know, keep my number. And before she hung out, is this an Android or an iPhone? What do you mean? Oh, I just want to know because I have an iPhone. Okay, well, I have the same thing, okay? <laughs> and, you know, we laughed about it, hanged up. And, you know, like, I really kind of felt good because it's like, I've been longing to see, like, most likely the kids because they grew up with me. And I was very strict with them because to the point I felt like they needed some structure, like the same way I had structure while growing up. So I felt like for me, it was important doing at that time when I was with them to let them know, like, hey, the world is not always nice. So you need a little... Spunk. When I say spunk, like you need someone that's hard to show you how the real life is. Because when you grow up, it's not mommy and daddy, I need this, I need that. Now, once after you leave high school, I mean, you're not 100% on your own, depending on your how your lifestyle and how your relationship is with your parents. It's to the point where there's certain things that you have to make decisions for yourselves. And that's the thing I had to learn the hard way because I didn't have older siblings to tell me, Hey, this is how the real life works. And knowing my parents who were born in the islands, may God continue on blessing them, even for my mom that's no longer here anymore, that I had to learn things on my own. Even while I was going through it, I had to learn things on my own. So now the fact that I'm older and I have these kids that I graduated in high school, I say, hey, look, don't, you know, I literally had to tell them my experiences. You know, like, don't let this person fool you. Don't let, don't let this type of people, like, you can't let people... Like, you can't be too close to people until you know 
how that person is, how that how that per, um how that personality of that person is, on um, you know until you until you can grasp that and get that, then maybe if you chose if you choose to, you can d- definitely put that person under your wing. If not, don't even think about it. You know, for me. Like the moment, I, like the moment I see you is just I could tell about your personality. If I'm not sure, I'll stay quiet within one year. When like you won't really know my true personality until I just express it myself. Like I'm just like that point blank and period. Everywhere I go, I really don't say much. I don't do much until after one year when I could really see your personality and see the type of person you are and how true you are then maybe I will, you know, start expressing myself to you. But if not, then I chose to cut that off. And, you know, like I said, I feel like God put people into our lives for a reason. We may not see it um, during that time, but after that time when we reflect on it, we'll be like, oh, wow, God put this person into my life for uh, for a specific reason. I never imagined, to this day, I never imagined for me to get married. I've always said, since I was in school, I think, I believe since I was in middle school, I've always said, I'm never going to be the type to get married. And Lord God and behold, he shut my mouth. I was married to the love of my life, who I didn't think I had deserved at that time. But, you know, God stepped his foot and be like, yo, this is the person I want you to be with. This is the person I feel like that is right for you. This is the person I know that could scold you up the way that I know that you should be. Because I'm saying, before I met my husband, I was wild. I, I was partying. I was drinking. The reason I was drinking a lot is because, you know, after the situation, the situation with my mother, it's to the point why I was, like, drinking so much. But he cut that off for me as well. Because he gave me something, like, he gave me something to drink. And I, I think it was too strong for me. And that's when I found out, like, you know, like, my, it's not, it's, I, I don't think it's my heart. I think it's most likely my sister can't handle that much liquor as I, as I thought before. Because I could have sworn I could handle liquor. But I guess it's the way I was drinking it. I was drinking, like, gulp after gulp after gulp. And I've never done that before. I've always, like, I would drink. And then after, like, 15 to 20 minutes, I would, like, you know, I will get another drink. That's how I used to drink. That's why I guess I never got tipsy or anything like that. Because I wasn't that type of person. Well, I'm lying. I got tipsy once. Just once. But I was inside of a household with people I could trust. Not with people that's going to be disloyal and trying to take advantage of you. You know? So, you know, hey, you guys. It's called keeping it real with God's love. I mean, I'm keeping it real here. I'm letting you guys know, how you know, the things that I've done, the things that I've been through, and and everything else. And I, and I feel like for as us, we take advantage when I say advantage, I don't mean by, you know, good deed advantage. I mean, like, bad advantage. Like, you know, once we see something and we're not too sure about it, it's we either leave it behind or we find some other loophole to, I don't know, not noticing that what we're doing is not something that was set for us, if you understand what I mean. I feel like when we do have a good advantage going on for us, I we take that for granted. We don't, majority of us, I mean, majority of us can put like, you know, we'll thank God or we don't thank God for it. And I feel like when we don't thank God for it, I feel like that 
advantage could be taken away from us, you know? Um, I think there's a saying, but I don't remember the saying. I really don't. I think there's a saying where it says, like, something about, like, um, uh, I know I know it. It's, like, in the, tip of, it's in the tip of my tongue, but I just can't remember it. It's saying how, you know, when you take advantage of what God has put in front of you, and I guess if you don't use it correctly, there's a way he could just take it back without you even even notice that it was gone until after you, you realize, like, dang, like, I really messed up on you know, whatever that was in front of me or whatever that I had. I forgot the saying. I can't, I can't believe I can't. I don't know. Maybe because I'm getting old, I can't remember everything like I used to. And oh, and I feel like there are just things that we should reflect, especially on, you know, uh, before you decide to do something. It's like, I've, it, it's like we need to reflect on how is it going to be um, is it going to be um, a, a good advantage or is this something that's going to put me in trouble? Because, I mean, if you guys see what's going on with now with the politics, politics is not the same that I remember how it used to be. I mean, during the uh, Clinton and Bush and Obama administration. I mean, I'm not dodging anything on Donald Trump. You know, but I'm just saying, like, things are completely different. And, and, but, you know, the Bible, which is the book of Revelation, did, um, did kind of, kind of speak about that. You know, I'm not saying that we're getting closer to the, to the end. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the Bible did, you know, talked about it on the, but on the book of Revelation, they actually did speak about it. And if we don't start open, that's why I say when people talk about, oh, why don't you watch the news? I tell people, what's the reason for me to watch the news? I mean, everything that's going on right now, it, I mean, it probably been started before that, but I'm just saying everything that's going on right now is based on, um, is based on, you know, what the book of Revelation spoke about. Oh, I was really speaking about the book of Revelation. Um... Rest in peace to those in zoo in New Zealand that had got shot. I think I believe it was like last week, and I found out like a couple days ago because I really don't watch television that much. I mean, I really feel bad for them that this had happened. I mean, no one wished upon. I mean, I really don't care what color you are: white, black, brown, purple, yellow, high yellow, high brown, dark brown, medium brown, medium white, medium rare white white I don't care you know I don't wish ill on people even though at times I feel like you know I want to get advantage I don't wish ill well actually I'm kind of lying <laughs> I'm kind of I just I just caught myself in a lie I kind of like when you go through things like you think about things but it's not it's not like you expect for it to happen but like when you think about it and then you realize like oh snap like I was thinking about it, but I didn't really expect for that to happen. Like, what the heck? So sometimes they always say you got to be careful what you wish for at times. Now, as I was saying, you know, like people of color or people that are predominantly white, you know, for me as growing up, I've never had that situation before. I never looked upon color. I've always looked at character. That's the person type. This type of person that that I am and that I still am to this day. 
I've always looked upon character. I never really, I never really based looked on color. Now that I'm growing up and especially with the profession I am, I'm starting to see why us as colored people, you know, as minorities, we see, uh, like now I see why we, why we feel the way that we feel, why we express ourselves the way we, the way we express ourselves, because you know, those that are on top of us feels like, like, you know, they should always remain on top and we should always remain on the bottom. But it, does, but it doesn't work like that. Slowly by, you know, progressing slowly, uh, I would say some of us minorities, we're getting to where we need to be or we're getting to be the way we want to be. Put it like that. So for me, uh, I thank God that, you know, there are minorities you know that are getting to where predominantly white people are right now so like I said I really don't look at you know colored or based on the skin color but based on what's going on now I just feel like I need to speak about it but you know I just want to move on forward from that because somehow it's in my heart and I don't know why I'm speaking about it but I'm just talking about it all right you guys so I'm gonna end it here um please look out for uh please look out for me um on Twitter and um I probably will be doing some other um social media sites as well slowly I mean like I said I am on Twitter so check me out on Twitter, you know, um, check me out on Twitter. Um, I don't have a webpage yet. I'm still working on that to find someone that's willing to do a webpage for me. If you know someone, please leave me a voice message. I don't have an email yet uh, currently for the podcast, but I'm working on that as well. Slowly by slowly, I'll, I'm telling you. By the grace of God, if God allows me, I will get these things done. But if I can't, then there's not much that I can do right now. But slowly by slowly, I'll surely get these things done. And, you know, I really hope you guys enjoy um, this segment. I mean, if there's anything else that you guys would like for me to talk about, or if you guys need any prayers or any advice, I mean, I can give good advice. My advice may not be what you want to hear, but I will definitely keep it real with you. Like, yo, I mean, you're asking me and I'm telling you the way it is, you know. And yet, if I'm not sure, I'll say, you know what, I've never been in that situation before, but this is what I think, you know. And I'm brutally honest. People will tell me things and I say, hey, I've never been in that situation before, but this is what I think and this is what I think you should do. You know, if you agree, if you agree with me, you agree with me. But if not, then it's not. But like I said, you guys, I'm going to end this here right now. And I pray to God that you guys have the most wonderful, blessed day like I did. And hopefully today I have a good day as well because you never know what um, what brings you. I mean, you never know what good thing that God can do for you. So stay blessed. This is Karma D signing off. Have a good day. Bye.